We're under the microscope, and 10 minutes it is uh, before 9 p.m. I'm in conversation with advocate Tulia Matonzela, and uh, we're reflecting on the life of uh, Priscilla Jana, uh, certainly uh, one of the uh, uh, more notable and uh, prominent human rights lawyers that uh, we've produced here in South Africa. And advocate Matonzela, you were still saying that uh, you certainly knew a lot about her from what you had heard, but also uh, having worked uh, with her on some cases as well. Let's continue on that score. Uh, absolutely. Firstly, I just want to say um, my heartfelt, heartfelt condolences to Priscilla Jana's family, friends, and, and, and closest colleagues in the Human Rights Commission, the ANC, and the anti-apartheid movement. I did work with her. I, f I first met her when I was a trade unionist. This would have been in the early... In, in the early 80s, mm. and she would help us when trade unionists were, were arrested for political reasons. And at some stage, I was also detained. And, and towards the end of the 80s, I was detained. And she was one of the lawyers. She and John Campbell were, were my lawyers. But mm. for me, my most pleasant encounter with her was when Two of our shop stewards told me that their brothers had been wrongly convicted under the common purpose principle and they were on the death row in Pretoria as part of young people from Pakistan. And I reviewed their case, still a law student then, and I thought this was a misapplication of the common purpose principle. And I remember going to Priscilla's office and seeing she had a lovely picture at the reception that said, I have a dream. And I think it it came from Martin Luther's famous I have a dream speech. So it had a black woman with lovely cornrows and, and I have a dream. Yeah. And when I went there, told him what I thought, she was convinced that I was right, took up this matter with Ismail Mohammed, and they fought this case because these young people had had a terrible uh, underprepared lawyer, and they released them from the death row. Oh. Oh. And, and I mean, just, just from that early experience, you know, Professor Matonzela, and, and even, I guess, in uh, Priscilla Jana's life in the post-apartheid era, or even towards the tail end of apartheid, where, you know, there were states of emergency, there were you know, bombings of uh, Kosato House and uh, all manner of other acts of intimidation, you know, uh, by the uh, PW Boita government and even the FW declared government. Um, you know, uh, what did you make of, I guess, her role during that particular moment and even in the early years of the transition towards a, a democratic, democratic government here in South Africa? Well, she was very brave. As I see it, I had heard about her. She was an institution. When people spoke about a tough, intelligent lawyer who knew her story during our time, it was Priscilla Janam. When we thought about what it meant to be a lawyer who knows her story and who's brave, it was, you think you're Pris Priscilla Jana and... And she thought she, at some stage, she was representing Mama Albertina Sisulu, uh, among others. And, yeah, she, she leaves a huge legacy. Sadly, 
a lot of her legacy was not discussed while she was still alive. I do know that with us at the Department of Justice, we did a, a small booklet and an exhibition of women pioneers in law, and Priscilla Jana was one of them. I don't know if there's many stories that have been told about her, but I can't imagine anyone who has been as brave and as impactful as Priscilla Jarl, as Priscilla Jana was in the 80s and the 90s. And, and again, she continued to contribute right until the end. As When she passed on, she was the deputy chairperson of the South African Human Rights Commission. Mm. You, know, you know, Advocate, we often say, I guess, when people pass on, that, uh, you know, this is, um, I guess, one extra loss or, or we've, we've continued to close a chapter on a certain generation. And, you know, many people would, uh, certainly in the case of Priscilla Jana, associate her with the, uh, I guess, the black consciousness movement in the 70s and uh, the upsurge, uh, you know, of progressive organizations and even... Uh, I guess, uh, progressive human rights lawyers uh, uh, in the 80s. Uh, um, When we characterize her like that, uh, and you look at the current context where we're in now, where communities continue to use litigation, continue to use the law uh, to fight for their rights and uh, reclamation of their dignity, uh, what lesson, if any, can we take from the life of Priscilla Jana uh, and that we can infuse in some of those more day-to-day contemporary struggles uh, that people are faced with? I think one takeaway from Priscilla Chana's life is understanding privilege and using that life of privilege to lift others. Because she was smart and talented. She could have used the law to make money. She chose to use the law is an instrument of social change. And the second thing that is a takeaway from Priscilla Jana's lawyer is about finding something to leverage under difficult times to make a difference. In her time during apartheid, there was a gap between law and justice. In fact, somebody who wrote about the, the common purpose principle at some stage, talks about the fact that law and justice were distant cousins under apartheid. And they were really on speaking terms. What we can learn from here is that even in those difficult circumstances where there doesn't seem to be something in law that can be leveraged to improve human lives, Mm -hmm. there's always something when you look hard enough and when you're committed enough. And the truth is, even though we have a better constitution, some of our laws are still backwards. We still need those kinds of visionary, compassionate lawyers who will use the law to turn things around in the interests of justice, particularly for the ordinary person. Advocate, uh, a big thank you to you for taking time out, uh, I guess, to share with us some of your own reflections uh, of uh, the, uh, on the life of uh, uh, human rights lawyer Priscilla Jana and uh, also, I guess, uh, the lessons that we can draw 
uh, from her rich life, not only in the world of law, but of course in struggle alongside uh, fellow South Africans, uh, uh, marching towards a much better uh, uh, future, or even the prospect of that much better future. And I guess uh, certainly from uh, what you're suggesting, Advocate, uh, that uh, we uh, continue to have a lot of unfinished business and incomplete tasks uh, on mm. that march. And uh, I thank you for taking time out to speak to us this evening. Thanks. It was a privilege. Bye. That there was Professor and uh, Advocate uh, Tuli Matonzela speaking to us uh, this evening. And uh, she is the Social Justice Chair and uh, M-Plan Convener at uh, the University of Stellenbosch and a former public protector uh, speaking to us uh, this evening uh, here on Metro FM Talk on the life uh, of uh, one of her colleagues uh, in the world of law and jurisprudence. And that is uh, human rights lawyer Priscilla Jana, uh, who passed away uh, over the last while and uh, uh, dedicating her life uh, to representing political activists during the uh, late 1970s and throughout the 1980s. And, uh, of course, uh, those periods coinciding uh, with uh, the most turbulent and repressive periods of uh, apartheid, as I said, states of emergency, disappearance of activists, uh, people running into exile. Uh, you heard Advocate uh, Matonzela speaking about people on death row, placed into death row there, um, you know, through the application uh, of uh, the law of common purpose. And uh, certainly showing us, except within Mendoza Bao, we still have a very long path uh, on this uh, journey of struggle to uh, give effect and uh, make tangible uh, in the lives of our people uh, the objectives that uh, many people like Priscilla Jana and others uh, sacrificed and fought for and uh, right up until the end. And uh, once again, we doff our hats uh, to her and we uh, say condolences to her family. And uh, on that score, 9 p.m. is the time we're going to have to leave it there. Ukiwa wambona kutubela na ndozo ba wanangoku. Sisaibanga le ekonomi.